Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Iglap. Uh, today is a very special episode. We have two guests. So yeah, we'll just wait for a few more people to join us before we begin. And why is it so dark in here? Well, it's okay. I mean, you guys have seen worse in terms of how dark it is in you know, my other positions and all. So yeah, let's just wait for a few more people to join us. Then we can start the episode in a bit. So yeah, please invite your friends uh, to watch, and yeah, let let let's enjoy the let's enjoy the you know the episode. All right, we're just waiting for just a few more people, then we shall start. Uh, so, yeah, all right, let us just wait for a few more. So I hope everyone is okay. Uh, you know, it's been really hot these past few days. So, you know, crazy hot. I hope our electric bills don't get too crazy. All right, so yeah, let's just start already. So yeah, welcome everyone again to a new episode of Iglap. Uh, of course, you all knew me, I'm Paolo. And today's episode is quite, I wouldn't say it's quite new to the vodcast, but it's an episode I felt that I, that we need to learn more about. And, you know, I've been wanting to have this episode for quite some time, but, you know, I just wanted to find the right guests to, to join us to you know be able to give us more information more knowledge about the subject matter in itself so before i introduce our first guest i would like to thank our sponsors first so thank you again to koi blends so guys if you want to try really excellent uh, locally sourced filipino coffee please go to koi blends they are available on shopee under the modern fashionista and to our longest running sponsors wagat indian cuisine thank you guys so much for you know always supporting the podcast Guys, if you really want excellent Indian food in Makati City, just order them in uh, swagger.com.ph if I'm not mistaken. So, all right, so for today's episode, we'll be talking about, you know, sex work in the digital world. So in terms of, you know, when we think of, you know, sex work in digital in the digital world, we think of things, you know, such as OnlyFans, um, Alua, and something that I've actually learned about quite recently, you know, sometime last year, uh, my girlfriend had to explain it to me something called an alter or alter account. So there's actually a local film that came out about that. I just can't remember the name. But yeah, so we'll be learning more about that with our two guests today. So let me introduce our first guest. So, so she's a local plus size, not safe for work content creator and seller on Twitter and other platforms since 2018. She also advocates about body positivity and self-love. So welcome to the podcast for the very first time, Kia Kalista. Hey, Kia, are you there? Yes, hi. Good evening. Yeah, Kia, so, yeah, so I want you to introduce yourself a bit more, you know, whatever you want to say about yourself aside from the great introduction you gave me. I'm sorry, you're cutting off. <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, the, the, the connection's not so good. So yeah, uh, why don't you introduce yourself a bit more to the viewers, you know, tell them stuff about yourself that wasn't in the introduction. 
<laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, next worker, I work like a full-time professional job. And yeah, I'm actually a boring person. Um, the only thing that is interesting about me is that I've been like in the sex industry since 2018. Yeah, I started like doing that since 2018. Yeah, I think nothing's interesting aside from that. I, I don't think you're, I mean, I think you're kind of being, um, I think you're downplaying yourself a bit. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully when we get to the, you know, when we get to talk more, you know, more things about you get to come out and things like that. But yeah, so before we continue on with Kia, let's introduce our next guest. So our next guest is quite popular online uh, from what I've heard. So so, so I'd like to introduce you to our next guest. So she is a Filipina adult content creator and independent pornographic actress. You may see her work on Twitter, OnlyFans, and Pornhub, apparently. And she's also a writer and digital artist. So let us welcome to the podcast for the very first time, Salome Salvi. Hey, Salome, Hi. how's everything? Uh, everything's good. Um, yeah, I had a little trouble with the... Um... With my earphones and everything, but it should be good now. Uh, let me just rotate this real quick. Sure, no worries. Am I gonna be able to like fix the? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Oh, I mean, God. I wasn't really sure what you're planning to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. So, want so, to like, introduce a bit more about yourself, Salome. Sure. Um, yeah, like what like what you said in the intro, like that was all true. Like you can definitely like see my work on Pornhub and Pornhub and OnlyFans are my two like main main outlets where I sell my work. So I've been in the sex industry uh, since 2017, so on and off. Um, I started out as a nude model for painters and photographers and, you know, um, for sketch artists as well. For students, <laughs> I modeled at USD, like, as a nude model for, oh, like, wow. for painting okay. classes and stuff. And, yeah, that's how I started, but I moved on to... Um, I moved on to making hardcore porn. Uh, well, solo porn first, like, you know, by myself, like playing with myself. Um, I'm allowed to talk about that, right? Like, of course, yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I started doing that and then I moved on to hardcore porn, but I don't do it as often as I do the solo stuff. So the, like, the solo stuff is still like my main focus right now. And I started doing OnlyFans full time since May last year so it's like my anniversary month this um this month <laughs> oh happy happy anniv then <laughs> thank you um yeah i haven't done much for the anniversary yet but yeah like so yeah it's been four years um on and off so i've like in the same community i'm in the same community as kia and you know like we've known each other for quite uh, for quite some time and and we you know like we network with other sex workers, um, you know in the same you know in the same community basically. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. curious though. You know, you mentioned that yeah. you started out as like a nude model, uh, for you know like um, painters and photographers and such. What got you there, mm -hmm. at first? Sorry, I, I'm just a bit curious. Sure. Uh, like, I guess it was like because I was with my ex at the time. And, you know, he is, like, <laughs> the first and only boyfriend that I've actually had. Like, I've had other 
like um, sexual partners because we eventually morphed into being an open relationship. But um, but yeah, like when I was with him, like a lot of my discovery about my sexuality and, and about my body like happened with him. And, you know, like when I was in that relationship, I kind of discovered that I do like taking nude pictures of myself and like set out and then sending them to people who whom I love. So it was him and, you know, like I said, like we became an open relationship. So I started like sending it to the other guys that I am talking to and I'm sleeping with. So I just realized that I enjoyed that a lot. And then, you know, like an opportunity came where I can like actually put it on Twitter and, you know, like actually get, um, gain um, popularity for it, I guess, and actually be part of a community of people who had the same interest. So, so yeah, when that, that opportunity came, I said I was really enjoying it. Why? why not be a part of this you know so it was like that <laughs> all right how about you kia like how did you start out also you know in the sex industry yeah i'd love to know actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah um hello kia are you there oh no wait you can hear me though Salome. clearly right no, no, yeah, no. yeah yeah okay there, there, there's you, go. Kia. there you go <laughs> All right, yeah, so Kia, how did you get into the sex industry, if you don't mind me asking? Hi. Hi. Well, I think it started off first. I had like this game. Can you guys hear me? I think there's a problem yes, with my yes. connection. Oh, I think it's a bit delayed on her end. It's delayed, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit delayed. Yeah, let's just hope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can no worries. No worries. I mean, we uh, all know the internet in the Philippines is really bad. So, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's my friend. Um, I was living with my friend, a gay friend. <laughs> he is in, actually in, in the uh, outer community since 2017 because, as I've known, it started for gay people so yes. it was like i was like, hooking up with this person and then i was meeting up with them it started with that yeah and then the trippers so i got interested in that at first i was just lurking i was a lurker before and then I had like a interest in creating I'll start Choppy Shaw Yeah, she, she really disappeared <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, so from what I understood from yeah, Pia, she Oh, there she is, yeah, so it started out in an altar because of your friend who is gay and um, apparently altar was a was not recreated, but it started out by gay people you know, to maybe um, hook up and stuff like that. Then I think it kind of yeah. transformed into this giant, um, somewhat Tinder hookup type thing on Twitter. No, and, I wouldn't. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say that. Like, like I okay. would contest that. Um, but but please continue first before. Okay, I, yeah. Like, please please correct me though, because I'm gonna be honest. I I only learned about this whole alter thing last year, and when I yeah. learned about, I was like, wow, there's a world like that on Twitter. So yeah, so I guess it yeah, came yeah. out that way that you know people would hook up there to some sort of like um it uh, became that. 
Yeah, it became okay. that. And it's not, I know, like, it's not necessarily like, it's, it, like, I, like, it, it was like a natural progression from, from, you know, like, because it started out uh, mostly as an outlet for people to express their sexualities through, like, pictures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, maybe they would, like, shoot uh, videos of themselves, like, playing with themselves, or, like, they would shoot uh, videos of them having sex. It was mostly, like, a place for expression. It wasn't necessarily a place where you, like, oh, like, I want I want a partner and I'm, I'm going to find one here. It you didn't used to be like that. It was mostly a place for expression. And, of course, because, like, the people who are participating in that community are obviously, like, you know, exhibitionistic and very horny, like, parang... You know, it did become a place where you can like um, look for partners, <laughs> but I, but but uh, um, but I think that the primary um, that the primary um, function or like the primary like um, the primary need that it serves is that it's you know it's an outlet. It's uh, yeah, it's an um, it's an outlet for people to with repressed sexualities to like you know express that. And, you know, like, kind of let it play out, you know. And, you know, the people who need that the most um, in a conservative, like, patriarchal society like us are mostly gay men because, you know, like, their sexuality is, like, often invalidated and kind of silenced. So that's that's why they started it. And, of course, like, women have the same need because, you know, like I said, like, we're still under the, the oppressive hand of the patriarchy, I guess. So... <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, so I'm just Sorry. so curious though. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Like from all of the social media uh, platforms or dot coms, I'm so surprised Twitter is the one where you can do a lot of all of this, uh, you know, uh, sexual expression. Because I think Facebook is obviously very frowned upon, and I think yeah, Instagram course. as well. Yeah. So I think yeah. is it only just Twitter where you can do something like this? Of course, don't include like the OnlyFans and the Luas and, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Um, Twitter is the only one. Um, uh, Twitter, Twitter is the only like mainstream social media platform that allows pornography and you know um, and nudity. Yeah, and that's and that's why a lot of like a lot of the people like us, like sex workers, and you know like people maybe not necessarily sex workers, just people who want to post their nudes because there's still a lot of those in our community. Like not all of us are sellers of content. Yeah. You know, some of some of them are just there for fun, and you know, like all those people, like have a place to do that on Twitter because it's allowed. It used to be Twitter and Tumblr, but you know, like Tumblr is kind of defunct now, and yeah. they don't allow that that sort of content anymore. So yeah. So I'm curious though, uh, because of course I spoke to Sa- oh Kia disappeared. Uh, this question is actually for her, but hopefully she comes back. So I guess we'll just go yeah. straight to you, Salome. So. I'm curious yeah, though, yeah. you mentioned that you started OnlyFans last year. Um, what was the main reason? Was it because of the pandemic or? No. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> no. <laughs> like it, it was something that I had already like wanted to do for a while. But but the thing is, um, because we have um here in the Philippines, we have this thing called the cybersex law, which actually like makes the stuff that me and Kia do. Um, and you know all the other online sex workers um, on Twitter and on elsewhere. Like it makes our work illegal, right? So it's actually like really difficult for people like um, 
for workers like us to market our um, our content outside of Twitter. So like it's hard for us to get on OnlyFans. It's hard for us to get on. Yeah, it's hard for us to get on certain websites like MyFreeCams or Chatterbait. So it took me a while, but it just so happens that um, when the opportunity had um, had presented itself for me to start doing that, it was in the middle of the pandemic, you know. But it was something that I have taught. Um, I have taught for a while. So I'm wondering because you did mention that it was difficult for you to get into OnlyFans and things like that. Um, is it just mm-hmm. because of cyber? Uh, sex law that was stopping yes. you or were the other oh it was just that okay no yeah so, like so, because yeah. what um actually like kia might be able to attest to this because um because right now there are very few like people who um who are from the philippines who are actually on only fans because it, because it's illegal like it's illegal in like this kind of like sex work is illegal in countries with a lot of um, with a with a lot of instances of sex trafficking, so that includes like Eastern European countries, that includes like Thailand, that includes um, the Philippines. Thailand, obviously. Wow. yeah, I'm like as far as I know, um, yeah. I'm a bit surprised with Thailand. <laughs> what? I'm a bit surprised that Thailand's on the list. I mean, sorry, actually, I don't... actually, I'm not. I'm not sure, but no, okay. um, the Philippines definitely is like yeah, is, um, yeah. part of uh, like part of the list of the countries that are not allowed on OnlyFans. Like there are some, some workarounds in order for like in order for me and other people to get on the platform. But you know, but like it's not uh, like it's not something that everyone is welcome to do or is that it, this information is not accessible to everyone you know what i mean like generally like if you try to sign up on only fans as a content creator you're not going to be allowed because because of laws like um the cyber sex law and yeah like like i said it's the same for like conservative countries, countries and yeah. countries with high instances of like sex trafficking like i said like european countries and i eastern european countries so yeah, that's eastern like european. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, better not to name Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Okay. What's that? Yeah, no, I was gonna say better not to name countries, but you <laughs> kind of named the country already. So yeah. No, <laughs> right, but, um, like, but 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 like that's the thing. Like OnlyFans is available globally, except for a, a select few number of countries, which includes us. So it's like it's important to highlight that, like why that is happening. So, so I'm just wondering, yeah. though, because you mentioned that, you know, for content creators, it's difficult for you guys to get into OnlyFans because of the law. But how about yeah. the, uh, this? I'm just out of pure curiosity. But like, what if a girl decides, OK, I want to watch content on OnlyFans? Would she have a difficult time? You know, because I assume it's this whole membership thing, right? That's the whole point. Of you got cut off really, really badly. Like, I did it here. Oh, right yeah. Here. Sorry. Sorry. about that. Yeah, so I'm just wondering. So, like, for people who want to watch OnlyFans, would it be difficult for them to create an account and start watching no. content? No, no, no. Like, definitely, like, buyers from um, buyers from the Philippines will be able to, like, sign up on OnlyFans and be a buyer and, and be a consumer, but not a content creator. I just want to make that clear. And please don't ask me how to get on OnlyFans. It's not something that I'm comfortable answering. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no, no, I won't. I won't. I just, I just find so, like, I find like it's such a double standard because, like, you know, content yes, creators will exactly. have a hard time. But then, I could just purchase one out of nowhere, right? Easily. I mean, the way you said it comes out very easily that I could just, uh, you know, become a buyer, as you call them, right? 
So yeah, 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 I just find it very strange. Wait, I wonder if Kia's like officially here. Kia, are you? Oh no, she's gone again. No, no, she, no, she has this other one. Here we go. Kia, are you back now? Okay, good. So the next question is for yes. you, actually. Kia. I changed. Okay, sure. Okay. I'm just wondering because you know with OnlyFans and Alua and such, um, content creators do get paid, obviously, right? But for Twitter yeah. and such, I'm just curious because I don't think Twitter has its own version of OnlyFans. So yeah. you know, how does one sell on Twitter their content? Yeah. If you're okay, well, what we do is normally we post content like <laughs> Well, it's like just tweeting about like your posts, your photos, random like advertisements that you create. Because most the actors are very creative in creating advertisements. So that's what we do. We post the information and how much would it be and like what are like the inclusions of like the mode of payments. We actually, we actually post it there. So it's all, all the infos are like on a list and they can just send us okay. a message or reply if they're interested or something. Yeah. Yeah. So like you could put something like, let's say photos is this much, a video is like this much, something like that. Yeah. 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 And you have to, yeah, it's you have to transact works. with them directly. Yeah. Yeah. So for Twitter, it's more like, you know, it's more like behind the scenes kind of transaction. While mm -hmm. I assume OnlyFans, you just, Pay every month or something like that. So yeah, I wanted yeah, to ask yeah. you though, um, Salome, just because I got, because I'm just wondering now, because I do know someone who's part of Alua, which I think is mm -hmm. the competitor of OnlyFans. I'm not really sure if they're the same yeah. thing, right? Uh, yeah. Then she always posts these things like, oh, um, I have this new subscriber. Like, there's, I don't know if it's like a screenshot of an email or an app update or whatever, mm -hmm. saying that this mm -hmm. person has a new subscriber. So. What information do you get when you get a new subscriber? Like, do you get their complete names or do you, is there like a username? No, definitely not. Like, that's the, that's the thing that, that is the privilege of having like something like OnlyFans. Like, all of your information is protected. And that's not necessarily true when you're um, transacting directly. Um, yeah. like the, like the way Kia is or like the other like sellers on Twitter do, because what they do is that, you know, like you have to like get the customers, um, you, you, you have to like trade information about your Gcash or sometimes that includes like your real name and it, it yeah. is quite dangerous. And at least with OnlyFans, there's like that sense of security that at least like OnlyFans, the website does the transacting for you, you know? But, yeah. but it's not necessarily the same on Twitter. So I feel like that's important as to why, you know, like, as, as to why, like, the laws, like, the cybersex law need to be more, need to be more inclusive and more considerate of sex workers, of consensual yeah. sex workers, by the way, like, um, so that, you know, we are allowed to, like, um, we are allowed to enjoy the kind of security um, that people have on OnlyFans, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, actually, you know, um, I think a lot of people, uh, because I know people who are very against um, sex workers, right? You know, because they may, because some of them have this idea that sex workers are forced to do things or, or, or things like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but I always believe that there are, you know, consen consensual um, sex workers, right? And they're yeah, the ones who decide yeah. by themselves that, hey, I want to do this and things like that. So for me, if it's yeah. something like that, 
which I assume you and yeah. Kier are both like that. I, I don't see anything yeah, wrong yeah. with it, right? For as long as you know what you're getting yourself into yeah. and things like that. I, I wouldn't mind having a law protecting you guys, you know, especially for mm-hmm. Kia, because like what you mentioned, right? Because of Twitter, you kind of have to get the, you know, sensitive information both ways in a way, right? So, okay. So I'm just wondering now, uh, so, you know, a lot of... Uh, people find this whole, you know, OnlyFans and digital sex work a bit um, gray area in a way, right? So I'm just I'm just wondering, like, you know, for you guys, because I assume you guys have, you know, friends and family uh, who may or may not know about this. So I'm just wondering, how do you guys hide this whole thing? Uh, I don't know. Like, the Kia, do you hide it? Like, do your parents know? Yeah, don't, they don't. Actually, only like oh, the friends that I really trust know about what I am doing. Yeah, basically, I'm like anonymous online. So yeah. I just have this um, name that I built, like this character that I'm using. So I'm really scared because I'm working also like on an office setup. So it's something yeah. that I protect. And my family's a bit conservative, so you know how here in the Philippines people are. Yeah, basically hide it to every. How about you, Salme? I, I assume that you may have hit it before, or do you still continue? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I used to, like, and I used to be very protective of it. But, um, but yeah, I was uh, outed, um, I was outed to my parents, uh, so obviously they know now, and they're not happy about it. But at least, like, I feel like that's sort of a blessing in disguise because at least, like, now that it's out in the open and now that they're able to like form an opinion on it, like, it's a reason for me to actually like you know get on with the rest of my life without having to hide it anymore. You know, so it's um. It turned out to be like more of a favorable, uh, more of a favorable situation for me than I thought it would be. But obviously, like that kind of ruined relationship that I have. Hey, whose whose background is really loud? I'm really distracted. Sorry. Uh, I'll just uh, mute myself. Maybe it's me. Again, actually, yeah, it was you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. There you go. Uh. Yeah, like, I I didn't think that it was, like, obviously, like, that relationship um, with my parents is already forever tarnished by this thing that I started doing that they don't approve of. And, you know, like, my heart is broken every day for that. But, um, but I do like what I'm doing right now. I do like the things that I'm able to afford because of it. Um and you know like it's afforded me a lot of comforts that I, I have not been able to enjoy before and it's you know like afforded me a lot of autonomy that i did and independence that i didn't have before so it's it's something that i wouldn't give up even though like it has compromised my relationship with my family so there you go no i'm, I'm glad that you know you came out of it okay because i'm sure there are a lot of people who haven't and I think it's completely yeah. um Yeah, like uh, like there. I just yeah, I just want to like say a disclaimer that the things that me and Kia share as our um as our experience as sex workers this does not represent 
like sex workers um, online or just sex workers in general. Like sex, um, there's so many different kinds of sex work. There's so many different kinds of sex workers from different walks of life. And, you know, like it's impossible for us to like paint a very complete picture of that. So like all of our experiences are deeply personal, deeply individual. So yeah, I just want to get that out there, you know. Like we are very privileged, like p- um, people to even be here and actually like be able to talk about it because like not all sex workers have this opportunity. So yeah, I just want to say that. No, 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 thank you for you know saying that because I guess some people may think it's you know because of how you and Kia are completely fine. They may think, oh yeah, that's very glamorous or it's yeah, very yeah, it's very glamorous. Yeah. It's very safe. It's not like there's definitely like Kia might be able to tell you all about it because like recently like I you know like I haven't had that problem in a while, but that's because I'm already on a platform like OnlyFans. But she's more exposed to the dangers of like having to interact with you know like with customers who haven't been vetted or customers, you know, like who, who are sketchy and stuff like that. So she might be able to tell you more about that. Yeah, Kia. So um, have you experienced anything that was you know, very <laughs> negative about, um, you know, meeting up with, not really meeting up, sorry, but transaction, transactioning well, but, with strangers? Uh, well, but yeah, like, let's do ask her though. Like, not really meetups service? because, like, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like it's what I want to ask. <laughs> nah. Uh, ah, okay, okay. I haven't. I had to ask. No, I do. <laughs> well, I've tried Topic it once. To be honest, I tried it once. Yeah, I had oh, it. Oh, I grabbed it, and I kind of like the guy, so. It's like a win-win for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Pinch my ear. No worries. No worries. Mm-hmm. So how about you, um, Salome? Before you got Hello. into OnlyFans, you, um, were you... Um, yeah, were you doing um, sex bookings? work that wasn't on? Yeah, bookings, as you would call it. Um, um, I I don't do full service sex work. That is the term that we use. Like, if you do full okay. service sex work, you actually have sex with your client. And okay. the thing is with sex work is that like sometimes if you like dip your toes into one kind of sex work, like for example, you do porn. Like some of the people who do porn also do bookings. Sometimes they also do stripping on the side. Sometimes they do sugaring, which is like being a sugar baby too, and being a, like a semi-permanent companion to a sugar daddy. Like there's something like that. So like you would see like a lot of the sellers on Twitter, for example, like Kia, like they would be offering like different kinds of services. It's not just like content creation where you buy pictures buy videos there's different kinds and a lot of like sex workers like um do uh like a menu or like a shopping list of different things personally like i don't do the full service um like my realm is mostly online i like doing video calls i like camming in chat rooms I like making content. Um, I do in-person domination sometimes, and I did do sugaring a little bit, but full service, nah. So I, that's what I wanted to. A- that's why I wanted to ask Kia because you know, like she might be 
you know, like able to offer some insight there. Because uh, because a lot of the people who do the Twitter stuff do full service as well. And yeah, you know, most that's fine. of like, the people that I know are doing it. Like they're offering mm-hmm. their services. Even right now, I mean, girls are offering like the full service. So mm-hmm. kind of different. Right but for now? me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But for me, I'm more onto content selling, sugaring, virtual services like being a like a virtual girlfriend and stuff. But booking, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a no for me now. And I only tried yeah. it once, and I'm like done. I will never do it again. Yeah. 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 Do you mind if I ask like you, Kia? Like you did it once, right? And then you said you'll never do it again. Like, yeah. do you mind me asking why? Why that is? Well, it's actually a not for me. I'm more like a yeah. type of person who likes want it to be like something on a deeper level. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I get it. Like what you're selling essentially is like intimacy rather than just sex, you know? So that's why you're offering to be like that. Yeah. That's why so I'm offering to be like that a I'm not girlfriend. for that kind of. That kind of, um, yeah. Um, service yeah 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 so i'm just wondering now um kia yeah. why did you decide to stay that, more on twitter right. instead of you know <laughs> maybe going to another platform <laughs> i want to hear more of her but she's like <laughs> <laughs> but but you I, heard me okay, right, yeah. Salome? Like no no problem on our end. Yeah. So far. I think she's on a different platform. Uh, I think it is my girl, oh, yeah. if I remember it correctly. But yeah, yeah. I'm not that yet knowledgeable on how it works. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm just wondering now. Um, to to. Hello. <laughs> she's still talking. I like how there's like a bit of it's like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so just, she's just like mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So how about you, Salamina? Um, I'm just wondering because you know I you're very you're quite popular and things like that. I'm sure people have. I mean, before the pandemic, um, obviously people have recognized you probably in public. Has that has that happened? Quite, oh, okay. quite a few like, times, yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like, I, I, I think it's, I think it's because like there are there are only like maybe a handful of people who are like who are open about like being adult content creators and making porn and who are like comfortable talking about it and showing their faces. Um, because, like I said, like because we are in a conservative country and. You know the laws that we have, like the cybersex law, reflect that conservatism, right? Um, so, like, like the way that we view like sex workers and people who are like um, who are like in ownership of their sexuality, like we viewed, um, you know, like it can be quite dangerous for people like that. So, a lot of the people who do sell content on Twitter or and who do express themselves on Twitter, same way that Kia does, like they prefer to do it anonymously, like, you know, covering their faces 
and you know like obscuring their backgrounds just so that they can be safe um and like i said like i'm in the very like fortunate um position where i don't really have to do that anymore because like you know so like the people who I'm hiding it from already know anyway, which is my parents. So, so yeah, like I am pretty open about it, and I do get recognized for it quite um quite a few times, like at the gym or at the grocery. And you know, some people would be like really creepy about it too. Like they would be they would like message me privately on Twitter where they were like, "Hey, I saw you like in the grocery, you were shopping, or I saw you, I saw you at the hospital, you were in the." Like I remember that, like you were in the gastrointestinal like um, wing of the hospital, and you were like getting checked by this doctor specifically. Like they can be really creepy, like that. So it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, so I'm just wondering, um, Salome, and you don't need to answer this question, right? I assume that on you know, like an OnlyFans, you know, your your fans could message you and, and things like that, right? Like easily yeah. message you. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you ever got? The, have you ever been put in a position where you're like, yeah, this person's like creepy or something? I mean, you you get what I'm so trying to say. So many every day, like literally every day, I encounter a creep, at least one creep. You know, like like that's on a good day. Like on a regular day, I get seven creeps. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and on a bad day, I get thirty of them. Like just like really like. You know, creepy messages and really like invasive messages too. I think one of the worst ones was where this person was able to unearth pictures of me from high school and college. And he was like, Oh, I saw this pictures of you. I saw this like old blog of yours. And he really dug everything up. So I had to like block him. And then I, yeah, and then I checked his profile. Like I was the only person who he replies to on his feed. Like all of his like tweets are just replies to my tweets. And it's just really awful that, you know, like people think that they can like invade someone's privacy like that. But that is a constant reality of sex workers that because we put ourselves out there in such, um, you know, in a, in such a liberal yeah, yeah, liberal, exposed, like we, you know, like we put so much of ourselves into our work. It's sex work is very personal work, you know what I mean? And people um, see that and assume that it's okay for them to, you know, be, uh, be creepy and be invasive and, you know, just like not take into account our personal space and our safety. So, yeah, like that's something that we need to change within our culture, I think. Yeah, definitely agree. I guess you know, there's some people out there, whether men or women, I guess both sides do have people like that. I guess people just need to learn that, you know, it's just work for you. You know, it's not like something that, yeah. you know, you're doing it for them only. Yeah. They yeah. So I think they, they need yeah. to, I guess... Maybe they, they over-fantasize about it. I'm not really sure, right? Because yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I can't I, imagine I being in that position. I think it's just the general culture that we have where, you know, we we don't necessarily take into account, like, the consent that a, per, um, that a person or much more specifically, like, um, you know, the members of the LGBT community and women, you know, like, we don't take into account, like, how much consent they are actually gi um, giving. Because, like, what you have to understand is, like, with every interaction that you have, there is a negotiation of consent. Like, you know, like, if you meet a new friend, um, you kind of, like, negotiate, like, how close do I want to be with this person? Like, what are the boundaries that we have? And it's the same for sex work. Like, I might be okay with doing this type of service or showing you this, this much, but I'm not okay with you, like... 
uh, I'm not okay with you like seeing like these kinds of videos or like seeing this kind of content from me. So it's something that you have to negotiate with me and have to consider with me before entering into that kind of like relationship, right? But some people just assume that we consent to everything. And like, you know, that's this um that's the same dynamic that's behind catcalling, you know, like it's it's an it's an invasion of personal space. It's a disregard of consent. You know, I do not consent to you calling me babe or like hi miss on the street, but you do it anyway because you're like not taking um because you're not, you know, like like again taking into account taking into account the consent that I give. You're not asking for it, right? Yeah. So there. So on your end, Kia, have <laughs> you had a bad experience like that, like Salome, like you had creeps and stuff oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> On Twitter, like every day I get like DMs. Like it was super random. They sent your dick pics, like those kind of stuff. And then they asked me, oh, where are you right now? Are you currently, what were you wearing? Those stuff. Like they're randomly yeah. sending it even without consent. Yeah, if, yeah. They feel like um, if you're posting content, they had the right to tell you or send you that how they're enjoying. It's really the consent yeah. that's like. Wait, know. sorry. Did they, they message you how they're enjoying it? Like. Yeah, like yeah. They, they would send. Yeah, they would send you like hi, uh, like hi, Miss. Sarap mo naman. Like pinagjaja ko lang kita ng gabi. Mga ganon. Like. And they would like put the come tribute like on your photo. Like, oh my yeah, God. yeah, I've gotten that. Like, they would like take a of picture it. of like, like a tablet or another phone with your yeah. picture on it and it's like covered in cum, you know? Like, <laughs> that's how it so is. They say- <laughs> Every day, like, makikita mo sa DMs, punong puno yung DMs ko ng dick pics. <laughs> and imagination, imagination nila. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or like, yeah, they would like just message you about like, oh, like I'm in in, in imagine ko binabarurut kita. Well, ganon di ba? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like we just laugh okay. about it now, huh? What's that? Like they feel like it's okay na, siguro nage enjoy sila na makita ko. Pero like, hello, excuse me, I'm not interested. Yeah, like hindi tayo, we're not friends. Like I said, like I did not give you consent. Uh, like I did not give you the consent for you to tell me this because it's really like invasive, you know. I think Paolo is super <laughs> shocked about how it's happening. Yeah, because you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to um, analyze is the wrong word. I'm trying to comprehend all all of this. Like, Right, because like yeah. me, I, I'm not I'm not trying to make myself sound like an angel or anything, right? But I just can't imagine. Like, here's the first thing, you know, um, because of course you see memes about guys always sending dick pics and things like that. I never yeah, understood yeah. that. Why mm-hmm. would you send a photo of your penis to a girl? I just I just never got it. Like I I feel like like I said like we can tie it back to let let's call it what it is okay like it's called rape culture this culture where you where men think that they can get away with everything you know what I mean like catcalling yeah. and like harassing women on um online whether they're like regular women or sex workers like there's this culture that enables them and it's called rape culture and there's like very different yeah. way, um there's many different ways that it manifests itself right so it's the yeah. same it's the same culture that that makes men think that this is okay because they because men are in like a society and they're in an environment where they're not 
held accountable for these kinds of things especially on the internet wala namang wala namang mapu, wala namang police na masusumbungan mo oy sinendan ako nito na dick pic and it made me really uncomfortable it's like walang ganun eh yeah. so it's like men take uh, a lot of men take yeah you know yeah please go <laughs> sorry yeah kia please go ahead yeah and they take pride of it ka ha like proud pa sila Oo, like, akala nila. Nag-enjoy ako sa'yo, ganito yung na-imagine ko. Like, hindi na kami nag-turn on. Oo, oh, yeah, hindi, just... hindi nila maintindihan na ano, na, 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 na nakakabastos yun. Like, Super, yeah. There's something that, that are just like constantly enabled that um, constantly enabled to do this stuff na parang sa kanila normal na lang yun na so you know like thankfully hindi ka part of that but i'm sure yeah. there are guys that you know like it's rampant enough that i'm sure it hits close to home you know what i mean like well you know i know about girls na you know like you know example me i mean currently i have a girlfriend right but you know before and i was still sing- yeah. single and stuff you know i would use bumble and whatever and i would talk to them and be and they'll be like yeah you know guys should just send me dick pics and for me i'm just trying to comprehend and analyze you know and the, you know, thank you for your explanation. No? Just, I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. why would anyone think sending a photo of that, or even me, I'm going to be honest, like if a girl ever sent me a photo of their, you know, their breasts or their vagina, I'd be like, why are you sending me this? This is super yeah. strange, yeah. right? I mean, listen, it's obviously like, for example, if I'm in an OnlyFans and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. obviously, right? But like, like, like just... I said, like, um, it's a, like, like consent has been negotiated in that context. Exactly, you know I mean? yeah. Like, like I consented to you seeing my pussy, and you consented Correct. to it like um, looking, um, consented um, to looking at it. So it's like Correct. it's all kosher. But um, but yeah, like if it's a random guy off Tinder and then they send me their exactly, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. I, I never got it. Sorry, um, Jed David actually has a good comment here. So and thank you, Jed, for starting out the comments. So maybe uh, have this they have this kind of preconceived notion that just because you were or are selling content, you are asking for it. Yeah, this whole asking for it, uh, I don't want to call them, yeah. but this whole mentality that, you know, just because of the way you dress and stuff like that, you're asking, I, I never got that. That's exactly, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, you could... Like for me, if if Salem is comfortable wearing, let's say, a bikini to the grocery, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, what if she's in Boracay, right? Yeah, that's the thing with people. Yeah, like people will always like um, assume that you are doing that for their pleasure and for their attention. For them, yeah. yeah. It's so frustrating. No, I, like I can hear like her frustration, like in her voice. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I mean, at least with, you know, Salami, yours is more like you're frustrated, but you can just laugh about it nowadays. But with Kia, I really feel the, yeah, yeah. the frustration with her. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like um, it's it's because it's um because she has to deal with the customers directly, like I said. Because yeah. she's like she has to talk to them one by one. So you can imagine like having to entertain like hundreds, dozens of like horny men all day. And you know, like just <laughs> I can only imagine, you know. So I'm just wondering, Kia, I'm sorry, you don't need to answer this, but like, do you even get messages in like the wee hours in the morning, like at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. of men just saying, you know, whatever? Like, That's how do, do they, when they're do, most, the most active. 
active. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> legit? At that time, you're the most active at that time. the one Asha. Like, uh, like uh, because like before I got into OnlyFans, I do the exact same thing that Kia does, okay. where I like do direct selling. Twitter and, you and know, such, like, yeah. And so like all of the things that she's experiencing now, I've experienced parts of that too. So yeah, like in, like I can assess to that. Like out of the woodwork, you know. Like see Korean <laughs> men are like, hey, what's oh, up? Here's the foot of my penis or something. There's what <laughs> Yeah, that's you know what they call it? Like they they call it like I kalat hours. Oh nakakalat na naman siya. <laughs> Yeah, because for me, it's like, I mean, I'd be sleeping by that time already, right? But, but here's the thing, you're not, a, you're, you're not a teenager, you know what I mean? Like, these these men are, like, you know, oh, really young like men. 18, like, you know, like 19, the, like that. Yeah, pro, like, a lot of them, you know, like, at the peak of their horniness, at the peak of their youth, you know? So, syempre, kami yung nagiging outlet nun, di ba? Like, <laughs> kami yung pinag-jaja ko lang, eh. Like, sorry. <laughs> Sorry no, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's just, you know, I just don't like, sorry. It's still, it's still mind fucking me right now. How, you know, like, can you imagine? Yeah, so- dude, like, you, like when we say men are trash, it's because we experience this every day. And so, like, you know, when women say men are trash, like, it comes from a lot of these experiences, yeah. you know, like, it's informed by a lot of these experiences. And it's like, when you, when your experience with men is mostly this. Yun talaga yeah. iisipin mo eh na hindi ka talaga magtitiwala eh you know what I mean so yeah, and I mean, of course uh, like nanafika like you are not presenting yourself in the same way that women do so you don't experience that you're not objectified in the same way that we are so you know you don't get like you don't get bombarded by pussy pigs diba so, yeah 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 no and okay, like but, you know I and I understand, like, I'm very privileged in that way, right? Because most likely if I'm a woman, and I'm especially if I'm in your, you know, field of work, I would most likely, yeah. like, 99% go through what <laughs> you guys are going through, right? Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. for a 1%, maybe not, but, you know, I'm sure it's like 100%. <laughs> it's like, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Um, Jed has another um, comment. Do you, do any of you know Jed by any, by any chance? <laughs> by Felicia. I'm not sure, but he sounds like he's from Twitter. <laughs> okay. So like dude, better keep your dicks you have to Can I just say like when Iglap gets so big, I want to get like comments from you know the people watching and just put it on the t shirt. I would definitely put this on the t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> super super <laughs> that, that's a good call so um, to, to everyone watching if there's any questions to Salome or Kia or you just want to react to any of their stories just please comment it, comment it down and all so yeah so going back to, to Kia so you know I'm just wondering now. so you said that you started out more in the altar side because of your friend and stuff like that but like, how long did it take you to grow your following? Because I used, obviously both of you have a following, right? Because you mm-hmm. guys have so many creeps and such. But for Kia first, how long did it yeah. take you to really, you know, grow your following, your your brand, or your character? Yeah. Well, I think it took me, like, a year or two. Because I had this, like, engagement thing that Mama Salome started. So, <laughs> that's where I got, like, the followers. And... 
when like people are like tweeting your stuff, like it's spreading like a wildfire on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. that's how it started. Yeah. Because before, like, ang konti lang ng mga plus size girls that are posting, because you know. Yeah, yeah. Ang gusto nila is yung sexy, yung normal like the body type ng mga girls. So mm-hmm. it started that thing na parang I really don't care about what you think. I'll enjoy yeah. posting because hey, what they can do, I can do it also. Eh. So yeah, like that's how I it started for me. Yeah. So, right. really so cool a year. Like she was able to corner a niche, right? You know, like she said, yeah, there right. weren't a lot of people who were posting that had their body type, but she was able to like you know break some ground with that. Isn't that cool? Like. Yeah, no, I think that's amazing. I mean, you know, I mean for all. <laughs> You know, body positivity and such. For me, mm-hmm. for as long as the person's happy and healthy, who are we to tell them what to be like, right? Yeah, and you you know, like um, what's really like interesting and what's really like, you know, what really makes me hopeful about <laughs> the sex industry in general is that like whatever looks you have, whatever body type you have, people will like someone out there will find you sexy. You know, like yeah. 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 So you like you have a market yeah. of your own that will yeah. like support you mm-hmm. uh how about you salomon how long did it take you to you know to to, to create your following your brand etc uh like um, like i've been uh like it's been steadily growing ever since i started i started in 2017 so it's been four years so like i feel like that's what that's mostly why my following got as big as it um as big as it is just because like i've been here longer because like like i said like we are in a very conservative country which makes it dangerous for sex workers to conduct their work and it's dangerous for them to stay in the industry for um for very long so the so parang the turnover rate for um for people who are on twitter and who are selling content on twitter maybe they would stay there three months six months and then you know like kapag nakaipon na sila they'll they'll bounce and then maybe they'll yeah, and then they'll probably like maybe go back to their vanilla job, or maybe they'll like focus more on school. Na it's like it's different for every sex worker, obviously. But you know, there are people who are in it for the long haul, like me and Kia. We've been doing this for years, and there are people who are just there, um, who are just there to try it, and and you know, like that's fine. But yeah, four years. So um, this may be a very stupid question to ask, but you know, for our viewers, how mm-hmm. difficult is it to, to stay that long? Uh, uh, it. I think I am. I I think I'm very privileged. Um, because I'm very privileged because like I came. Um, like I started my page on Twitter when there were very few women who were doing it is the thing like there were very few women in that community that we are in and i was among the first who were, um who was there like not the first but um but among the first you know so like i so i'm very lucky but um but it is difficult because like every day like um like just imagine like just the emotional stress of having to deal with these kinds of customers every day and then you know like in the in Kia's case there's always the constant 
threat of like maybe she'd be outed to her friends and family or and then ano pa, like, and then when you start out pa, you're not gonna earn that much pa in order for you to do it full time. So there's all of these like factors that make it difficult and make it discouraging for you to be for for a lot of people to stay sex work, you know. So I would say it's pretty hard and I've been lucky. Uh, yeah, like I'd like to know what she says about it. Oh. Yeah, how about you, Kia? Yeah, for me, it's really tough because I don't have like a large market that I I have Nah, they really are into this plus size girls. So actually, I stopped. It's like an intermittent journey on the alter community. So there are months na. I really don't like get any sale at all. What I do is just post. So it's really tough for me. So brang hard niya actually. Kasi you get yeah. judgment na you're oh hindi sexy, hindi ka naman maganda. Yung discouragement yeah. Kasi sa Philippines kasi, di ba? Pag sinapag nakita ka nilang plus size ka, hindi ka naman talaga maganda for their eyes like mm-hmm. hindi ka talaga pangganyang work so that's something na parang nagdi-discourage din sa akin sometimes kasi on about how i look kasi sila ang ita-target nila is your weakness lagi yeah yeah parang haters you know <laughs> what's tough yeah. sometimes so um because i assume for salome and you can correct me if i'm wrong no? But for Kia, this question's for you. On your Twitter, did you have any non-Filipino, you know, clients? Because I assume, sorry, Salman, sorry for ass- assuming, but since you're on OnlyFans, I assume you have, like, yeah, foreign yeah, my, clients. My, my, yes. my clients. Actually, it's more than that. Yeah! Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Like, in what, like, they're like, very respectful and stuff. Mm, yeah, they are. They're asking for consent. They're not haggling with your prices. They're like, okay, do you want some tip or what not? What do you want? Pero ngayon kasi, more in Filipinos yung talagang clients ko. Like, like yung mga buyers. Which is surprising, to be honest. Kasi hindi naman malaki yung market nung may gusto sa mga BBW. So... I am actually yeah. shocked that it's growing onto them. That's great. Yeah, that's good. Wait, let's go to the comment section. We have two. So we have one from Ina Alcala. Thanks for doing this, Iglap. Such a great topic. You're earning my respect, Salome and Kia. I salute you for sharing your stories. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a like, it's it's pretty tough. I'm sure it's very, very tough for them to you know come out and talk about this. But I'm glad that they agreed to. Because, you know, I always felt that, you know, more and more people should understand that, you know, the side of you guys. Mm-hmm. Right? Understand you, where you guys are coming from. So, yeah, then you have Jed again, who is like, you know, spitting fire, right? So, Stan, Ikea, and Salameha, they are worth more than the content. <laughs> that goes to all creeps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, can you guys explain something to me? I don't get yeah, the sure. emoji thing. Like, why is there an eye, lips, and another eye? Like, is that some sort of uh, new thing? 
it's just you know like a smug face you know it's just oh yeah. okay. <laughs> sorry i guess i'm too eat for this already wait we have a question from ina uh question to salam and kia how and when did you realize that this career path is that what you want to take? Yeah, this is the career path that you want. Let's start with Salim. I have a funny answer. To, uh, me? Okay, sure. Uh, prior to this, um, uh, like I graduated with a degree in uh, fine art, but that wasn't like the kind of job that I kept on fa- um, falling into. Like I, I did a lot of like weird jobs. You know what I mean? Like I, um, there was one where was kind of like attuned to my course which is like i was a sculptor for a museum oh and then wow I worked okay. at a call- yeah <laughs> and then i worked at a call center and then like um i worked as social media manager and i find myself not being able to stay in a lot of these jobs and while i was working um while i was working these jobs or while i was unemployed because you know like i would stay in the job for like three months and then like get fired because i was like not performing very well um it was hard um for me for a time to like find myself right and like while i was doing all that i was just like posting on twitter um i was just posting my nudes on twitter for fun and for attention and i just noticed that i was getting really popular just doing that and then you know like there were just opportunities that were coming that allowed me to monetize that yet like you know like only fans blew up or there were other people who started selling their nudes on twitter instead of just like posting them for fun so i'm like yeah i'm gonna go and do that too so um so when i started doing that like i flourished more than i ever have with any other job so like that's when i realized that yeah like this this is giving me like so much fulfillment like emotionally and like creatively and financially so like i I can't i can't imagine myself like having the same kinds of opportunities and the same kind of happiness with another job because this is like really like playing to a lot of my strengths in like social media management and in copywriting and in visual art and in photography and you know like i also consider myself like quite you know like i really enjoy modeling too um so yeah that's um that's when <laughs> so just you really felt it was really meant to be in a way right I mean that, I that think that's so, it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of sex workers don't necessarily feel that about our work. You know, like it's like any other job, you know, like you know, some people are passionate about their job, some people are there just because it's the only thing that gives them um that puts food on the table, you know? So like I'm I'm happy and fortunate enough to like to have this actually be my calling. But again, it's not the same for all sex workers. It's not the same for all workers, period. All right. Um, thank you for that. How about you, Kia? We delay talaga, hala. Kia. <laughs> Move the bottle of alcohol here if you're with us. <laughs> <laughs> dapat may ano, dapat ibis na ro, dapat ibis na zoom, dapat uwija board na lang dito. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the internet's really crap, honestly. There, there's a time that you know because the I have this this show. Uh, there's one time for the, the first 20 minutes of the show, my net was so bad. 
the no. guests are wondering where the hell is Paolo and stuff. Like, so, yeah, that's I, like I hope I don't run out of battery though. Like my like my earphones are starting to like blink. Oh, like, okay. it's just like so many problems one after the other. <laughs> so, right. Um, let's just hope Kia joins us soon. So yeah, so you know we're getting to the to the latter part of the show, no? And you know I'd like yeah, to thank yeah. you guys for for coming in. So I'm just wondering now. Um, because, you know, I think you mentioned, because I actually, wa- uh, not watched, so I, I listened to the podcast you sent me about, you know, your past interviews. And as I tried to avoid some of the questions that was asked towards you and things like that. So I'm just wondering now, because you mentioned in one of them that, you know, this is the path that you decide to take for, like, the foreseeable future. So, mm-hmm. like, when you say for as long as, because you mentioned that you, you would want to stay here for as long as you could, right? So I'm just wondering, like, do you, do you have, like, an age that you're thinking about, like, okay, that's the time I should retire or something? Because, yeah. like, other jobs, you can retire at 55 or 60. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really yeah. sure about sex work, right? So. But I, I think, like, it's, like, it depends a lot on, like, how desirable I'm viewed, you know? Like, if I start be- becoming, a tr- uh, if people start thinking that I'm attractive by the time I'm 35, then maybe that maybe that's it. Maybe that's it for me, you know? And I feel like, I, I feel like I'm gonna, like, like right, because um, the thing is with sex work is that, um, like, aside from being a performer, um, or aside from being, like, um for aside from being the person who actually meets clients there's also like so many things that you can do in the sex industry that isn't like necessarily like being the one who provides the service you know like you know like i have assistants under me like i have people who do the photography i have people to do the editing i can do a lot of that stuff myself but you know there are some people who like specialize in um there are some um there are some people who specialize in working with sex workers and, or working with content that is like that is adult oriented mostly because like you know like a lot of like workers don't necessarily like like not a lot of sex work uh sorry not a lot of workers will like cater to our needs you know as sex workers because it's like the whole industry is like covered in a taboo so like even if you're not a sex worker mismo like just being associated with a sex worker or with a company that produces like porn for example like that can be like a t- um that can like tarnish your resume there are people who like um there there are people who um who cater to us you know what i mean so it's like yeah like i said like people who do the video editing people who do like assistance or maybe people who offer security for sex workers as well so like i see myself like if i am not going to be able to um to make money as a performer anymore i see myself doing those other things you know like maybe like mentorship or maybe helping other sex workers make content you know like just or maybe helping manage their social media because that's under the that's another thing that i'm passionate about and that's something that i get to apply to my own work so so yeah i can do that for other sex workers too so who knows like let's see but right now like i'm still like enjoying you know yeah, the, being the, the physical, yeah, like I'm still enjoying the physical capital that I have. <laughs> so, however expendable it is, but yeah, like. All right. How about you, Kia? So, I mean, <laughs> how long do you plan to stay in sex work? Like, do you have like an age in mind or something like that, or an amount of years? 
right now, to be honest, I don't have like a specific time when I'll stop. But I think that will depend because I'm actually like wanting to have someone, like a special someone, but I don't have someone right now. <laughs> but once that like I have like a partner, I'll ask consent first if that's okay with them or him or whoever my partner will be. And I will have like a sit down conversation on how it will be. And then I think that will depend. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm just wondering, and you guys don't need to answer this. So, you know, Salome mentioned that she had an ex-boyfriend before. Um, when you guys started, you know, the whole sex work thing, did you guys have partners while you guys were active? Uh, me, yeah. Like, it's that boyfriend. Like, he was the oh, one. same who one. Actually, okay. Yeah, like, um, he was the one who actually, like, encouraged me, like, hey, like, just go out there and you know like share pictures of your body to the world like it's something that he didn't mind and it was something that he saw that i loved and because he saw that i loved it he was proud of it you know and i really like i really respect that of him that was really yeah. like generous of him and considerate yeah how about, how about yeah you? well I <laughs> yeah as for me i had like this um fuck buddy that i had <laughs> So it's like a constant thing that he supports me because we're like, it's convenient for the both of us. Like you can sell it. I'm not going to ask for anything. We can enjoy each other, have fun. So it's like a two-way like thing for us. <laughs> yeah. It was the one like, do you want to record this? Do you want to do this or that? Do you want them to show it to your fans or something? So that's what I had. Like not a boyfriend, but like yeah. no strings attached. Just enjoy each other. Yeah. I like how Kia told me at the beginning before you joined in Salma she was saying, Yeah, there's nothing much interesting about me except for um, <laughs> then suddenly, oh I had a fuck buddy and we would film and stuff like that and maybe show them. Yeah, on. Oh my god, I need, like I like I currently have that right now. Like I heard I have a partner um that I shoot with. He's not like my boyfriend, he's just a fuck buddy that um that I hire basically because like I pay him for a like um, for the content that we make uh, because I oh yeah yeah so I pay him essentially so he's so he's not just my fuck buddy you know he's my employee technically so, <laughs> so I have that right now but it took me a while to find yeah. someone who was willing to do that with me because you know like there are a lot of guys who would be willing to like have sex with me but then when i asked them hey do you want to film this they'd be like uh like that's a little like too intimate for me that's a little too like uh, risky for me and then they would back out of it um you know what i mean so so i'm i'm really thankful to have that arrangement now um when i didn't used to it took me yeah, a year so that's, that, that's really like a sorry for the for the term but three like a porn star way already now right for you because yeah. you hire a guy and you know you guys do in front yeah of like i hire a guy i have two assistants working on the brand with me like i have like so we have, have two people on the set while you guys are having like i i shoot everything myself like it's just the two of us but it, i'm just saying that i have like i've gotten to the point where I need people to work, uh, like I need people to work under me so that I could like maintain 
what I am working on because like this has gotten like so big and so unmanageable for me already that you know I need assistance like I said like I have an assistant who works on my Twitter for me and then I have another assistant for who helps me with Reddit they're both doing a great job I hope they see this shout out to you guys <laughs> and then and then the two guys that I shoot with like I, I alternate between them and they they are paid um they are compensated quite well for their service so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah crazy okay <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah, and Kia's just like, yeah, I'm not that interesting. <laughs> Crazy, but wow, I didn't I didn't know you you had to pay someone or, or something for that for, for to, to you know to star in something with you. I guess it's more it's for not, Yeah, it's not that I have to. Like nobody told me that this is the thing that I have to do. It's just yeah. like it's not gonna sit well with my conscience. Like, you know, like as a sex worker and as a creative. Like I don't like want I don't want someone to like help me with content and then not be compensated properly for it, you know? Like because yeah. that happens so many um that happens so many times to freelancers and I just don't want them to have that same experience with me. You know, I think that's just fair, you know? Like yeah. as a sex worker, that's how I want to be um that's how I want to be treated, that's how I want to be respected. So I just you know, like I treat other people the way that I want to be treated basically. So all right, well, unlike Kia, who gets it for free, so... Yeah, like, I don't know, like, just go, like... Sorry, nah. The good thing with us is we rarely see each other because he's busy. So, I don't, like, oh. sleep often, na, like yours. So, yes. pag free lang siya, dun lang siya paparamdam, ganun. <laughs> We're just so, how often wondering. nowadays, though. Like, like, once a month, ganun, or less. Actually, last Feb pa kami nagkita. Yun, sobrang tagal. Oh, wow. <laughs> that made me so sad. Three months. Wow, three yeah. Months. Yung mga pinagad, girl. Ala. Yung mga babies ko na lang na toys. Yun na lang yung ano ko. Katulong ko. <laughs> Sila na lang ang partner mo, girl. Ala. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just wondering now, no, since we're basically ending the episode in a bit and such. Mm-hmm. So you know, for for you guys, um, because you know, this whole episode has been a blast. You know, you guys have been great guests. Uh, you know, to make it very light and you know serious at the same time. So I'm just wondering for let's start with Kia. Um, what would be like your final message to everyone about you know sex work and empowering women in that way? Because you know you are women and this empowers you guys in a way. So. You know what would you be? What would be your message to those people out there who question that? Well, the first thing that comes into my mind, pag migusang sabihin to other people, is like the respect, because that's like what's lacking. Eh, I mean, we're working, we're not harming them, pero like the way they bash us, na like they don't know what's happening behind it. Eh. So, like. Yeah. We just wanted to be respected. And then you just have to like know also that there's a different side of us behind doing what we're doing right now. And yeah. especially consent then. 
Like you have to always ask for consent about anything that you do or you like talk to other people or not even content sellers. Yeah. Because it's rampant nowadays na like randomly magsend ka ng something na hindi mo iniisip na what they will feel once an experience yeah. or na receive nila yun. So that's one thing na parang I have to keep in mind that always respect other people, always ask for consent. Yeah. Yeah, that's for me. <laughs> All right, how about you, Salome? Um, I think that because I have been called out before for sort of communicating incorrectly that sex work is inherently like an empowering thing because like, because like, uh, like on the surface level, you'd think that too, because like it's women like um, taking ownership of their bodies and earning from it, right? But I think what's more important to highlight is not necessarily that, but the fact that we um, we are workers, okay? Like that's why it's called sex work. What what we are doing is labor, and like, and you know, like other kinds of labor, like you can feel empowered by it, but also like. There are some kinds of labor that are just that are not necessarily empowering by themselves, you know, like it's just work, you know what I mean? And a lot you would find that if you interact with a lot of other sex workers that, you know, our experiences are not monolithic. You know, some people like find really um, find a lot of enjoyment from it, find a lot of fulfillment from it. Um, and some people are frustrated by it. Some people are endangered by it. Some people are. Some people probably feel dehumanized by it. It's all, it's different from sex worker to sex worker. But what's important is that you, um, you treat our work as something that we do for work. You know, like, you know, it's something that it, it's something that we consented to. It's something that we have decided upon. And I, I feel like we need to make a distinction between people who do sex work consensually and people who are forced into it without their consent or who are trafficked into it like because a lot of people conflate those two th um those two concepts and you know and a lot of like the hatred and a lot of the judgment towards sex workers comes from that conflation where they think like oh they don't have agency over their bodies they don't you know like they we are we are lumped into that kind of like victimization that we don't necessarily identify with you know what i mean because this is something that we consent to. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to like say that. And I think what Kia said is also important that, you know, like when you interact with someone online, um, there, that there's a living, breathing person, living, breathing, feeling person behind all that. So like before you interact with them, like always ask for, for consent, whether or not what you're going to do is like kosher with them or not. And and especially for sex workers, I feel like there's we there is definitely a scarcity in empathy when people like interact with us because they think of us as you know objects and because um yeah because of the nature of our work and that's something that we should be changing I think so there you go great well that was the episode thank you guys so much and thank you to everyone who who watched you know honestly i learned a lot from you guys uh because I'm honestly not. this is a really uh this is really a topic that 
you know, I've always wanted to to do for quite some time, but I just couldn't really find the right guests. And I'm glad that you both of you joined me tonight. So yeah, I guess for now it's plugins. So we can start with Kia. Like, you know, do you have any plugins you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, if they want to check my profile on Twitter, it's a tasty hole. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's. Right. Uh, yes, call it out, girl. Paramakita. Yeah, I don't have like a Well, on Reddit, that's the same handle or my name. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Hasty okay. Ho. Hasty Ho. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, on Twitter. Hasty Ho on yeah. Twitter. Hasty. And then Kia Kalista on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. How about you, Salome? I mean, I know you're very popular already, but for anyone who <laughs> but may would, not be, but you know, like I would appreciate any new subscribers who like discover me through this podcast. Like, if you wanna go ahead and do that, um, most of my work is on OnlyFans, and you can subscribe to it for about six dollars. Can Ooh, am I still there? Yeah, <laughs> you're still off. here. You're still here. Yeah, you're still here. Uh, yeah, so you, you, great, great, great. So you can access my work there and on Twitter and on Pornhub and on Reddit as well. Like my handle is the same across all platforms. It's Salome Salvi. That's S-A-L-O-M-E-S-A-L-V-I. And yeah, like um, there's a lot of there's a lot of pictures of me, a lot of videos of me. And I hope you know, like if you do if you do decide to check it out, I hope you like. It. The stuff and i hope you subscribe and buy some of my content thank you <laughs> great thank you again to both you know salive and kia for one to struggle with the internet with me tonight uh it was a bit of a struggle <laughs> early on but now it's okay it's okay it happens yeah but thank you again so much to both kia and sami for coming here and being you know guests for iglap for tonight uh iglap will be back again next week for another episode Till then, everyone, take care, stay safe, and thank you again to our two guests for joining me tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, please so bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> please get vaccinated. Yes, please. Stay at home. Please get vaccinated. Yes. All right, well, bye, everyone. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Thank you.